It's that time, final exams. In this episode of College on Fleek, we're gonna show you how to really crush it during your final exams so that you can finish strong. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G, and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman, this is College on Fleek. business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleek. Finals are stressful and in this episode we're going to talk about actually taking your final exams. You may want to go and watch the previous episode which is how to crush it during final exams and that gives you a little bit more of a broad overview but today we're really going to talk about the actual taking the final exam. Now, it's really hard to stay motivated during final exam week. Most students aren't really feeling motivated, they're just feeling scared. And fear actually can be quite a powerful motivator because you'll be getting things done just because you're afraid of failing. Now, the key with final exams is you need to have been studying. So, I'm filming this actually several weeks before our final exams start at Francis Marion University, which is where I teach. And hopefully you're watching this like not the night before a final because the longer that you have that you can prepare for your exams, the better off you're gonna be. I beg you, please go to collegeonfleek.com, get the Study Smart Toolkit. It's free. It's the three-point study system that I developed for myself because I had terrible test anxiety and I've taught it to thousands of students over the years and it has helped them. I have personally seen where they have gone from D's and F's on exams to A's on the very next exam. Okay, now I can't give you a guarantee that if you do what I tell you to do that you're gonna magically get an A, but what I can tell you is that the students that I have coached, when they implement the techniques that are in the Study Smart Toolkit, their grades improve to A's and B's. So go to collegeonfleek.com, get that Study Smart Toolkit. That's where I show you how to study. Right now, we're just going to focus on taking the actual final exam. Now, if instead of an exam, you're giving a presentation, especially if it's a group project, you might wanna go back and look at the episode on how to crush it in a group project. Today, we're going to really focus on an actual exam that you would take. Number one, you're gonna to need to be prepared. So, duh, hopefully you've studied. Again, Study Smart Toolkit from College on Fleek. Also, make sure that you know where your exam is being given. If the exam is being given in a different room than your class normally meets, or it could be given at a different time, in two of the classes I teach, I teach a class at 9.30 a.m., but our final exam is going to be at 8.30 a.m. I don't choose that. Another class I teach meets at 10.30 in the morning, and our final exam isn't until 3 p.m. Again, I don't have any control over the final exam schedule, but you need to understand when and where are your finals. I would recommend, especially if you have morning final exams, the night before, go ahead and get all your stuff together. Get your backpack packed up, make sure you know what clothes you're gonna wear, get your car keys ready, whatever you're going to need, any supplies that you'll need for the exam. If you need a blue book, a pen, a pencil, calculator, 
anything that you're going to need for the exam, go ahead and have it ready the night before because when you get up in the morning to go take that final, you're going to be probably anxious and you don't want to forget something important, which you may forget because you're anxious, you may not have slept very well, and you're really just focused on, I've just got to go take this test. So go ahead and pack everything up the night before. It's one less thing that you'll have to do in the morning. I recommend that you bring a jacket or a sweater and maybe some water and a snack. Even if you're not allowed to eat or drink during your exam, you'll have that for when you're done. And I always would recommend bringing a jacket or a sweater because the room may be colder than what you're expecting. Um, maybe it would be worth it to dress in layers because if the room is also warmer, you could peel off layers so that you're not uncomfortable during the exam. When it comes to actually taking the test, the first thing I would recommend is when you get the test, first of all, you can always do a brain dump. So if you've been studying and you want to just remember anything that you studied, like um, mnemonic devices, that's when you say, okay, I'm gonna remember this by the fact that it spells out the word port. And you know, you'll remember an like a short answers based on some acronym that you've made up. You might turn the test over and just kind of do a brain dump and write out anything that you have studied. But the next thing I would do, and this is really hard to do, is get the exam, put your pencil down, put your pen down, and just read through the exam and don't answer anything. Now, that's hard for a lot of students because they get it and they think like, I just wanna get started. But you'd actually be better if you would stop and read through all of the questions first. One of the mistakes that I see students making during exams is they're going fast and they're just trying to get finished. They misread a question or they don't understand something correctly, but if you'll just stop before you write anything and read through the entire exam first, then when you go back to take it, you're actually seeing it for the second time. And speaking of time, take your time during the final. Now, <clears throat> you are already gonna know how much time you have, and when you are practicing with your practice test, that you'd learn how to make in the College on Fleek Study Smart Toolkit, you are gonna know how much time you're gonna need to spend in each portion of the exam. For example, if it's a two hour exam and you're going to have only four essay questions, it might take you the entire two hours to write the exam and yet that would mean you would only be able to spend 30 minutes on each question. Many times your professor will not allow you to have your phone where you can see it, and there may not be a clock in the classroom. I would recommend get a cheap wristwatch. You know, go to, go to a discount store and just get some cheap little throwaway thing. That way you can know how much time you're spending on each part of the exam so that you can use your time wisely. I recommend take the entire time. I see students who tell me, well, I can't remember the answer to this one. Well, there's still 30 minutes left on the exam, and so they just give up and turn it in. And I understand a lot of times you're like, you're just so over it and you just wanna be done with it, but use the entire time. Listen, if you just sit there, let's say you finish up the test and there's something you're not sure about and you have another hour, sit there for an hour. It might come to you. And in fact, what I would do at that point 
if you finished the test and there were some things, of course, I would recommend go back through, read your answers, double check everything. And if you still have some time after that, what I would recommend is close your eyes, take like maybe 10 or 20 deep breaths just to relax, read through the answers again, and make sure that you're happy with them. And if you have anything on that test that you haven't answered, I would sit there, run down the clock, because number one, it might come to you, and number two, um, if you look back through the exam, there might be a little clue somewhere else in the test that jogs your memory. But don't ever turn in an exam where you haven't answered the questions and you still have time on the clock. The other thing too is if you just sit there, what'll happen is you'll just start to relax because at, at some point mentally you're going to say, well, I give up, but I'm just going to sit here. So then you're relaxed and then what can happen is once you're relaxed and your brain has already said, well, okay, whatever, the answers might come to you. So give yourself the slack to just sit there and run down that clock. Use that time to your advantage. If it's a subjective test, meaning it has essay questions or short answer, even if you really don't know the answer, write down something, try something, put something down because you may hit part of it, you might get some partial credit. I mean, the worst thing that'll happen is you'll get no points, but you're definitely getting no points if you leave an answer blank. So as much as possible, write down something because your professor might be able to give you just at least one point. And you say, well, who cares about one point? Well, where I teach, an F is a 59, a D is a 60. So one point is the difference between failing and passing the class. And here's the other thing. Once you have turned in the final, it's over. So there's no point in stressing about it. It's already done. You have turned in everything and you just really now have to wait for your grade. And speaking of your grade, I recommend to students that all through the semester, whatever your professor returns back to you, you need to keep it. Because once you receive your final grade in the class, if there's been a mistake, you need evidence to show, well, hey, I was given a C and I should have gotten a B. That happened with one of my students one time. He received a B in the class. He came to see me and said I should have gotten an A. And we sat down with my grade book and I said, well, here you go, homework one, you had a zero, you didn't do it. Well, he had saved everything that I had returned back to him smartly on his part because he slid that homework one right across the desk and it was a hundred on it and it was my handwriting. He said, no ma'am, I had a hundred on that assignment. Well, I don't know what happened. I probably got distracted while I was grading and what I do is I grade and then I enter the grades in the grade book and then I go back through and anywhere there's not a grade entered, I put zero. So I don't know what happened if I got interrupted with a phone call or someone came into my office but in between grading and entering his grade in the grade book, clearly I thought I had already entered it and I moved to the next one in the pile. So at the end, I looked through and went, okay, zero. Well, luckily for him, he had kept everything. So I was able to change his grade to the A that he deserved. But see, that burden of proof is on the student. You cannot go to any grade appeal board. If it, let's say if, if he didn't have that homework, if he brought it up on a grade appeal, well, my grade book is going to be the authority, 
but because he had that homework with him, if, for example, if I had refused to change the grade, he could have brought it up on a grade appeal and he would have had evidence that I made a mistake. So I always recommend keep all of your homework and exams and everything that your professor returns back to you, at least until you get that final grade from the class. And that way, if you needed to file some sort of a grade appeal, you have the means to do that. And like I said, final exams are really stressful. If you go to collegeonfleek.com, we've put together a series of hack packs. Now, I love, a, I love a good hack. I love some tips and some tricks, ways to do things a little bit easier if, if I can. And we have three hack packs available. And hack pack number three is how to crush it during final exams and stay sane. You might wanna check that out because it gives you all the information everything that could possibly help you during final exams. We have checklists, we have video tutorials, we have frequently asked questions and troubleshooting, and it's really worth it, and you have lifetime access to it as well. So go to collegeonfleek.com and check out hack pack number three. And we'd love to hear from you. College on Fleek is a dialogue, not a monologue. So why don't you put in the comments and let us know what are some of your best final exam hacks that you can share with other students? Because listen, here at College on Fleek, we're a tribe and we're all just here to help each other. So if you have any great hacks for getting through finals, put that in the comments. And join us next week when we're going to talk about how to keep it all together without losing your mind. That's next week right here on College on Fleek.